Good morning and welcome to today's Sunday School lesson. In today's lesson, we are reminded to trust God and not fear death, but live each day with thankfulness as we experience God's grace. Let us pray. Gracious and eternal Father, our Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity to share your word. Father, we ask that you open our hearts, our minds, and our souls and our spirits so that you can pour in what you would have us to know about your word. Father, lead us and guide us and direct us. In Jesus' name, amen. The title of today's lesson is Faith Inspires Gratitude. And it's taken from the printed text of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18 through 29. It's King James Version. The aims were changed. By the end of this lesson, we will know the meaning of God's forgiveness and promise of eternal life, explore our fears about death and assurances of God's grace, and repent for sometimes rejecting God's grace. Keep in mind, wherefore we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Hebrews 12:28. As a background, the majority of the earliest believers in Christ were Jews. When Paul went to Jerusalem, he was told, many thousands of Jews there are which believe. The number of Jewish, Christ Jewish Christians grew, but the church communities endured physical and social persecution from the Jews and Romans. Many people were arrested and ostracized because of their faith, and some suffered physically and experienced loss of their property because of their belief. The writer of Hebrews expressed the superiority of Christianity and urged believers to keep their eyes on Jesus. The early believers may have considered returning to Judaism to hold on to the biblical truth. The people needed to remember that Jesus was the Messiah and that he would return. The writer of Hebrews wanted the believers to hold on to their faith and look forward to Jesus' return. As the believers of the newborn church struggled, disciples who had victoriously run the race gazed at the struggling believers. The writer urged them not to be discouraged by struggles that perfect believers. He also urged them to be very careful and guard against defiling themselves and selling their birthrights, which result in losing the promises of God. We must remember our actions have lasting consequences. Although we repent and see God's forgiveness, we cannot eliminate the consequence of sin. The first portion of today's lesson will be taken from Hebrews 12 chapter verses 18 and 21 through 21. And they read as follows. For you are not coming to the mount that might be touched and that burn with fire, nor into blackness and darkness and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, which voice that they heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. Verse 20, for they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. 21, and so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. 
point of discussion is that on this portion is that the writer of Hebrews compares the Mosaic covenant with the new covenant by examining two mountains, Mount Sinai and Mount Zion. God gave law, God gave the law to the Israelites at Mount Sinai with a majestic display of thunderings and lightnings. The people came before God with fear and trembling at Mount Sinai. They feared that speaking directly to God would lead to death. In contrast, through a new covenant, Christian believers joyfully approached God through the blood of Jesus on Mount Zion, which is the heavenly city of God. While God seemed distant and threatening at Mount Sinai and Mount Zion, Jesus had made the believers faith personal. Through Christ, we have the promise of eternal life through forgiveness of our sins. We can accept God's invitation through Christ, receive forgiveness, and experience the presence of God. The next portion of the lesson is taken from Hebrews 12, verses 22 through 23, and it reads as follows. But ye are coming to Mount Sion, and into the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. 23, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Point of discussion in this portion of the lesson is that ancient custom approved special treatment for the firstborn son who received a father's blessing, which was a double portion. In the Old Testament, Joseph received a double inheritance among the sons of Jacob instead of Reuben, who was the unacceptable because of his he had unacceptable behavior. The firstborn son received special blessings from his earthly father. The heirs in heaven are believers who just who are justified and made perfect because they are in heaven. They are just men made perfect. Through Christ, believers inherit the kingdom. Ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ, as Colossians 3 and 24. We have the promise of eternal life, our inheritance by faith. Believers' names are recorded in, the, in heaven and written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Believers can come to God by faith through Christ, make a supplication, and receive absolution for their sins and justification. We have an eternal, an eternal home with God in heaven and the blessings of the firstborn. Thus, every believer in their heir with rights and privileges of the firstborn. Next portion of the lesson is taken from Hebrews 12, 24, and it reads as follows. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Discussion points for this portion is that Jesus Christ is the mediator or the go-between unifying two parties, God and sinful humanity. Moses was the mediator of the Mosaic Covenant. He was the liaison between God and the Israelites. Moses gave the Israelites God's law instruction and the obligations for the covenant between God and the Israelites. In the same vein, Jesus is the mediator for the new covenant 
that was established through his sacrificial death on the cross. He helps believers to remain in covenant relationship with God. Therefore, through Jesus, humanity prays to God and receives his favor. Favor. Jesus pleads our, our cause before God. The new covenant of Jesus Christ speaks forgiveness for the believer and new life through Christ, our mediator. The next portion is taken from Hebrews 12, verses 25 and 26, and they read as follows. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refuse him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. 26. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. In this portion of the lesson, Jesus Christ speaks to humanity and he offers forgiveness through God's grace and mercy. Because we have more knowledge of Christ and the promise of eternal life, if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, we will be judged for our unbelief. And that's in Hebrews 12, 25. Therefore, our faith in God should inspire our gratitude for all that he's done for us. When Korah, a Levite, who was the tabernacle assistant, instigated a rebellion against Moses and Aaron, God destroyed him. Korah and the other leaders directly challenged Moses, Moses, Moses and God. As a result, God, God judged and punished their unbelief. Today, God still judges unbelief. If we do not believe and accept Christ, we refuse him. The whole mountain trembled violently when God gave the law at Mount Sinai. When Christ returns, God will shake not the earth only, but also heaven. The entire universe will shake when the Son of God returns, but the kingdom of God shall be shaken. It will endure through eternity. The power of God will be evident and everyone will recognize. The next scriptures of today's lesson are taken from Hebrews 12, verses 27 through 29. And he reads as follows. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of those things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore are we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved? Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Verse 29, for our God is a consuming fire. Discussion points for this portion is that the writer of Hebrews explains that temporary things will be shaken and removed when Christ returns. While the eternal things will not be moved, the things which cannot be shaken may remain. They are eternal. Only God's kingdom will last. Believers will endure the shaking and endure through the, the grace of God. We will receive the kingdom of God that will endure. It is unchanging and cannot be moved. No power on earth or hell can destroy God's kingdom. The writer encourages believers to have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. 
Grace is the unmerited favor of God that offers the gift of salvation to humanity. We can hold to the grace we have received and trust the assurance that we have an eternal home with God. By grace, we serve God with love and respect. So as a conclusion of today's lesson, the news constantly reports details of natural disasters, economic hardships, and the lives that seem to have little focus on steadfast thankfulness for God. The struggles of life are not the focus in today's lesson. Instead, it is the challenge to be thankful for God's grace, even when troubles shake our world. But that grace is only available to those who believe and have accepted Jesus Christ as their savior. Have you made that decision? This concludes today's lesson. Let us pray. Gracious and eternal Father, our Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for a reminder that faith inspires gratitude. And Father, we have total gratitude for you that the hope that we will be with you one day in heaven. Thank you for Jesus as the mediator. We thank you for this word and we hope that you you will just move it into our hearts so we can share with others. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.